Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week? It was pretty good. Um, um, no complaints. Um, a couple of days closer to going to Vegas, so I'm excited about that. Much needed little vacation, yes. little getaway. Um, so I'm really, really like nothing can make me angry. Like I'm in a good head space. So everything has awesome. been going pretty good. I got a chance to spend time, a long time with my son. I um, we went to airtime and then I also spent some alone time with my daughter and me and her just, you know, kicked it up and vibe. So any time that I can spend with them alone is really good for me because I get to learn them each and every day. Um, but uh, as far as me, God woke me up again to do it again, and I'm just thankful that he's keeping me. So there's no complaints for me. What about you? Um, this week has actually been a very, very good one. Um, I voiced on a previous podcast that I had fell out with a family member through marriage, um, and I had said some hurtful things to that person. Um, basically, to make a long story short, they reached out. We talked about it, and we hashed it out, and I'm just really glad that we hashed it out, and I'm really glad that we reconnected because this is the perfect time, you know, to connect. It's been seven years since my grandma's been gone. It's been seven years since his dad, which was her husband. It's been eight years, I'm sorry, since his dad, which was her husband, has been gone. So this has, like, you know, this is the perfect time to just really reach out and be there for each other, and... You know that that just really made my my week because February is a rough month for me. Period. So yeah. that really made my week. <clears throat> That's beautiful. Um, I'm happy about that. I really am. But um, okay, so we're gonna jump right on into the show. Um, so y'all already know I'm about to hit y'all with the AO Kings and Queen quote, followed by the slate tips for the uh for the hair. Okay, and also it's a question that I'm gonna answer for the hair as well. But let's get into the A.O. King and Queen quotes. They are they come from my favorite spot, Pinterest. So the first one says, <laughs> sometimes when things are falling apart, they may actually be falling into place. Y'all got to understand, God will take something away from you so you can see the bigger picture. Um, you know, something might not work for you because he has something better for you. So don't look at your life as it's falling falling apart because it could just be placing the puzzle pieces in the right position, okay? I had to look at things differently. Like when you change your outlook and view on your problems, it makes it better because you learn your lessons behind them and you see, you know, okay, maybe that wasn't for me, but he got something bigger for me. So it's okay if things seem like they're falling apart. That just means that you're about to be rebuilt with greatness. So that's one of them. And my next one is... If it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to others. Y'all, we have to start putting our happiness above everything, okay? We have to make us happy. We can't depend on nobody to make us happy. We have to do it. And if you're happy about it, fuck what they say. Fuck what they think. It's whatever because you have to live with you. You're the only one that's in your, you know, I mean, I know, you know, you got your relationships or whatnot, but you can't even depend on your spouse to make you happy. You have to do it. It all starts with you, your view on happiness. 
So that is the A.O. King and Queen quote for the week. Now I'm about to hit y'all with some hair tips. Okay, um, I was asked a question about um, how to properly dry your hair so you won't have to worry about uh, the conditioner and stuff falling in your eyes. Y'all, I have this problem a lot, and I had to adapt this method because my daughter hates when I wash her hair. She is another version of me. Like, I used to run from my mama when it was time to get my hair washed. I got a lot of whoopings getting my hair washed. So (laughs) what I realized is I know, you know, we all go for the towels, even in the salons, you know, the towels. I know they're clean. You know, they use the towels. But if you actually take a T-shirt and wrap it around your hair, that T-shirt, that cotton will absorb most of that water so you don't have to worry about your hair dripping everywhere. So that's just a little, mm. that was answering the question. Um, but, yeah, a cotton T-shirt is fine. Now, as far as some little tips, y'all, we have, okay, I know everybody's goal is to grow their hair. But we have to think about it, um, you know, it's, I know we probably put hair growth oils, all this stuff, but we have to make sure not only are we drinking enough water per day, that we're also eating clean. That has a lot to do with your hair growth and your, you know, stunting your hair growth. You have to make sure you're eating your fruits and vegetables. You have to make sure you're drinking at least your body weight in water, you know, per day. If not your body weight, at least try to get eight, I think it's eight, yeah, a gallon. Eight glasses of water. That will, yeah, yeah, eight glasses of water. (laughs) That will help you with hair growth, y'all, because I've been struggling. I don't eat the best, but I've been drinking my water, okay? So, and if you want quicker results, um, use biotin. Uh, the vitamins you can get them from Walmart. I think they're like four eighty eight or something like that. Use biotin. Drink a gallon of water, and I guarantee you will see results in hair growth, and it will grow a lot quicker if you just make sure you switch up the way you eat. That is my hair tips. All right, so we're gonna jump right on into the sipping tea for the soul topic. As most of you seen, our flyer is about the bold versus safe look. Now, we're not just going to touch on hair. We're also going to touch on makeup, too. Um, you know, hair and makeup are art forms to me. They are a way that we can express ourselves and, you know, be creative. You know, um, it's, it's a lot going on with the hair these days. Um, now, natural hairstyles are accepted the classic straight look is accepted. We got wigs that look like real hair. You know, you melting the lace. It's a lot going on with this hair stuff. Even makeup, you got these fantasy looks. You got these daring looks. You got these simple looks. So we're just going to touch into some questions about about both uh, the bold and the safe look. So I have bold. So that is my first aspect. So my question to you, Complex, is, do you think we can truly express ourselves through bold hairstyles? Uh, yes and no. Um, okay. Yes, because um, since the natural movement, <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all, I slept with the fan on last night, and it was not a good idea. But um, be, because of the natural movement, like, really growing a lot of people are really starting to embrace their natural texture because, you know, mm-hmm. so many different products are coming out, even products by Black-owned. But mm-hmm. um, I know we're going to touch on this for one of your other questions, but I just want to kind of hit on it. White supremacists, white people, not all mm-hmm. of them, but 
a lot of them, they don't feel comfortable with what doesn't make sense to them. And I came across this article when I had read it, but when I read your question, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, I'm sorry. It says, I wish I, I, I need to start like um, screenshotting what the article is. I do apologize, but I got it off of Google and it was Mm -hmm. called, um, it was basically called the, uh, the, the struggle with understanding the black woman's hair. So, it was a doc, you know, they, they mm-hmm. touched on the documentary by Chris Rock called Good Hair. And they talked about mm-hmm. how the comedian Paul Mooney states it plainly that if your hair is relaxed, white people are relaxed. If your hair is nappy, they are not happy. And he was talking about how, like, this is not just a clever rhyming. Like, what Mooney is saying is that it's pointing to the fact that nappy hair is inevitably associated with something that is out of reach for white people. When you sport your natural hair, you are free. Your hair is wild. You have a new hairstyle every day. Mm -hmm. You are radiant. You are regal. These are out of reach for most people. And, you know, I say that to say, I feel like what they don't understand and what they, and what's out of reach for them, they identify Mm -hmm. with, being ugly, you get what I'm saying? And plus, you know, our natural roots, that's our strength, you know what I'm saying? That, that's yeah. what, you know, makes us woke, and they don't want that. And, you know, like, they want to take credit for a lot of stuff. But, you know, I, I just feel like because of that, you know, with that news anchor who had that pretty mohawk, but a lot of people, she still got backlash for it, and she has to give that yeah. speech, why does my crown threaten you so much? It's like, we we pay attention like people pay attention too much to our physical appearance, and it's like mm. my mama always told me what you pay attention to is what you're threatened by. So you know we were conditioned to believe that it was bad. That's why we straighten our hair so much. That's why we put them perms in our hair and burn mm. the shit out of our like like you said <laughs> grease in our hair and everything like that and getting burnt by the sun because we were conditioned to believe that it was wrong. But this is something that they're threatened by. Yeah, okay. Um, I asked that question because, you know, our hair is the first thing that we do. Like, okay, I know mm-hmm. for me, right, I know when I end a, a really bad relationship, the first thing I go for is my hair. Like, I reinvent myself, and I express myself through my hair. Like, it's like a freeing experience. Like, the last relationship I got out of, I had dreads, and I almost had them for about a year almost a year into our relationship, but I combed those out and I just chopped my hair off. I felt mm. so free. Like, it was just like all that, that happened, it didn't matter. It's like, like you said, your hair is your strength and my hair, it holds my story. I, I know it probably don't make sense to a lot of people, but it mm-hmm. does to me. Like, I got the dress because I, was, I thought I was in love, you know, and this is what he wanted me to get. So us mm-hmm. breaking up and me starting to comb them out, you know, I felt free. And then I'm like, he always wanted me with long hair. Let me hack this off because he never said that I would look right with short hair. So it was a freeing experience for me. Like, I didn't do mm. drastic stuff to get attention, like, with my hair. Like, I didn't change my color. Y'all know from a previous uh, episode, I told y'all my nickname in high school was Patches because I just went through a phase <laughs> where I wanted attention. I wanted people to look at me, so I was dyeing my hair a different color every two weeks, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel like bold hairstyles, you know, was my attention-seeking. That that was me needing that, that release of, or me expressing myself. 
through those bold hairstyles. Right. Okay, so my um, next question is, why is it that our work environment or some people in society are not accepting the bold hairstyles? I know you already kind of answered it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's because it's like it's something that it's, it's out of reach for them. You know, like I had sweet mates back in college, and um, one of them was a sweetheart. The other one was, you know, you know how white people can be snarky. I'm, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. And, you know, the other one, we became we became really cool. But, like, you know, she was curious about a lot of things, and she wanted to know. And the reason why I educated her was because she asked instead of just, making mm-hmm. a stereotype like you know how some people like oh you got bed hair or oh it's nappy like you know or you got this oh, frizzy girl. look going on like like you like you just you just rolled out of bed and stuff but she would ask like how come when I braid my hair how come it doesn't hold a curl and yours does you know and I told her like there's, there's <laughs> different textures you know um I, I just really think that because they, it's out of reach for them they feel they feel left out. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, that, that can make people jealous when they want something that they can't have. You know what I'm saying? It makes yes. you want to study it even more. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got these Kylie Jenner, um, like, like not to get off topic, but you got these Kylie Jenner challenges where they're, put, they're what the hell they do? They, they put their lips in a freaking, oh, soap, yeah. like a little small can to make them bigger. It's like, yo, it's it's just... It's a lot like you have people getting surgery, the hips and everything. And it's like when they do it, when Kim Kardashian has like, you know, the hips and the ass, it's beautiful. But on a black woman, it's raunchy. You get what I'm saying? When Kim Kardashian has nails that has the little rings coming out of it. Oh, this is the new trend. When Janet Jackson did that in the song with her uh, Buster Rhymes, we never get Mm -hmm. credit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's what they want. So like, what's your take on it? Yeah, girl, I'm happy you said it. It's just because they can't do it. That's why it's out of their norm. They know that this is not something. Like, I even seen, like, videos on YouTube where some um, Caucasian females um, will put, mm-hmm. like, these little straws in their hair just to mimic our natural curl pattern. Like, baby, you're doing too much. We just woke up like mm. this. But you make us hate who we are, and you make us yes. want to straighten our hair because you mm-hmm. can't get it. It's something that they don't understand that they can't control, something that they can't, okay. you know, downright get, unless they put a perm in their hair, because a perm in their hair makes their hair curly. They want us to keep getting the relaxers to burn our shit out. But mm. I ask that also because, you know, like, they'll try to categorize us based off our hair. Like, remember mm-hmm. when when girls was wearing blue and purple hair was, oh, she's a hood rat. Yes. Oh, she's ghetto. Yes. But now you got all these other people wearing all these multicolored wigs and, oh, my God, that's beautiful. That's the trend. Yep. Like, they categorize mm-hmm. us based off our hair, but then they mock us. I mean, they, they copy off of us, and then it's the new popular. It's the new, you know, why? I like I, I never understood that, like, how our natural mm. hair, how it's popping now, but now you see the, or our braids. All of this stuff, now all of a sudden you slap a white face on it, now it's popular. I'm not getting that. Like, yeah. I don't understand. We've yeah. been doing this. This this ain't new. Like, like I really believe in my heart. We are the creators of a lot of stuff. But we will oh, never yes. get the credit. We will never mm-hmm. get the credit. Um. Okay. So, I'm sorry, y'all. That took a little turn. I was about to say some other stuff, but I'm like, no, let me pull back. <laughs> let me pull back. <laughs> anyway. 
Um, we're going to go into my uh, questions about being bold with makeup. My first one is, does a bold makeup look make you feel excited or fearful and why? A bold look makes me makes me cringe. I'm not used to seeing really? it on my face. Yes. I'm, I'm not, not on other people. I'm saying on me. I usually mm-hmm. go for just the, the natural look. I can't do the smoky eye because I feel like I look like a raccoon. Queen K, do not laugh. I'm so serious. But I feel like I look like a raccoon <laughs> with the smoky eye on. Um, I remember my in, in senior year, homecoming, my sister had did my makeup. And my colors was red and gold. So she decided to put mm-hmm. <laughs> this gold eyeshadow on me. And listen, Queen K, I look back at them pictures. Oh. Girl, listen, let's just say <laughs> I just looked like a damn grandma who was surprised, okay? So <laughs> I run away from looks like that. I run away from looks like that. Now, for my prom, I had, like, you know, my prom dress was powdered pink, so I had the light pink, like, I had the light, uh, you know, powder, pink powdered uh, eyeshadow. So it's like I didn't feel like, okay, people are staring mm-hmm. at me. It was easy to look at because it was something soft. I can't do the boat look because I feel like I, I'm i still learning how to have that confidence to rock that type of look. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Confidence is key with a boat look. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Um, me, I was always I was kind of scared of the bold look, but it wasn't until I fell in love with makeup, y'all, and just went makeup shopping crazy. Like, I got a whole little makeup table <laughs> that – and I just tried different looks on myself in the comfort of my own home. I've tried plenty mm-hmm. of colors, and I also let my coworker slash little sister, Anaya, do my makeup, and she used oranges and yellows, stuff that I would not do, you know, in public. But when she was finished with the look, like, y'all, yes. I, w- I was really digging myself. Like, I didn't know. Well, <laughs> makeup just made me, because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to look right in this. I'm not going to look right in this. So it is confidence. You have to have confidence when you are rocking a bold look. You have to know that you are the shit and can't nobody else compete. Like, you have to put that yes. mindset in your head. Because the moment you think somebody is looking at you sideways, you're running to go wipe it off. So mm, That part. Um, okay, my last question is, do you think a bold makeup look is for the workplace? Or should, or should you just play it safe, especially in corporate America? Okay. Um, I actually worked in, I still work for corporate, but I actually worked at um, Quicken Loans before I said that. And that was the first corporate place where everyone was able to like really dress how they wanted to. I think the mm-hmm. only the bankers, only the bankers and people who had to talk to clients, of course they had to dress up because you're being represented by, you know, like you're you're the face of the company mm-hmm. and you want them to, you know, get a mortgage with you and buy a house and, you know, finance through you. But people who only talk to you know, vendors and who only talk to, like, the inside house people, like, you know, the underwriters and all that, we got to dress however mm-hmm. we wanted to. We got to wear hoodies. We got to wear jeans. You know, people had different colored hairs. People had tattoos exposed. And it was just, like, amazing to me because I'm like, you know, this this is a company that's number two in the country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, the fact of 
how we're able to express ourselves. Like they used to have Nerf gun fights and everything. So, <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I've just never seen that before. But I think like Dan Gilbert, you know, shout out to him. He really showed that when you let your company, you know what I'm saying, like like when you open it up to let the employees have a voice and you let them create, like, you know, you let them be creative, you can get, like, you, you can get, like, you know, good results on, like, you know, you can get people that really want to work because they have fun. They used to have, they still do, mm-hmm. they have a place where you can go sleep and you're still getting paid on the clock. Okay, like that's how easy they, (laughs) that's how easy they made it. And, you know, working where I work at now, a lot of the same things, you know, there's girls in there who would have their nails long as ever, have their eyelashes looking like lampshades and everything. They would still come to meetings and I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm just being honest. You have to like, I'm trying to paint that picture. It's no shade, but you know, that type of stuff. You know, like that type of look is like, girl, you can't, you can't go into an interview like that. They were still welcomed into the meetings, and no one looked at them. You know what I'm saying? Any different? Because it's like, obviously, they're doing something. To, they, they did something to get that interview, right? You know, to come in that door. Mm-hmm. So it's like, from my view, working at, you know, working in corporate, from where I, the companies I worked for, we were allowed to express ourselves. But I don't think a lot of companies are still okay with that norm yet. Okay. Um, in my opinion, I don't work in corporate America, okay? And I only <laughs> recommend a bold look if it's a free dress day. Like, um, during the week, uh, one, because, our, okay, on Fridays is our free dress day for work. Um, and for a bold makeup look before you go to work, you need some time. So you got to make sure you are well, <laughs> well rested. Like when I tell you a bold makeup look might take about an hour to complete. Right. So you need to wake up an hour before. But I, I would just say to keep it to, you know, that free day. Don't It shouldn't be an everyday look. Some women got the time to do it. More power to you. Where I work, I work with, with kids. Um, Even though they're like, oh, Miss Kinnett, you look good, girl. Or, oh, I like your makeup. Look. Is not an everyday <laughs> thing. One, you don't want to keep putting all that makeup on your face every day because it's not good because you're clogging your pores. I mean, some women know how to properly take it off. But me personally, I don't feel like that is good for you every day to wear. You know, even if you do know how to properly take it off, um, mm-hmm. a bold look should only be – it should be your statement look. Like, it should be a Friday look. You know, something like, oh, yep, this is how I'm ending the week off with y'all. It's been fun. Other than that, a little right. light, natural beat, you know, if you do wear makeup, is perfect for your everyday look. But bold look should be like special occasion type stuff. So, yeah, that's mm. it for me. Okay. My aspect is safe look. Queen K can tell you I played it safe a lot with my hair and makeup. Yeah. Um, my that factor of playing it safe with my hair plays into, like, my grandma was, like, very, um, I'm not going to say controlling, but she was very strict about how we wore our hair. Like, you couldn't have your hair pressed out at a certain age because it made you look more mature than what you were. So, like, I mm-hmm. couldn't get my hair pressed out until, like, I was, like, 12 or 13. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's, like, because I wasn't able to, like, really express myself with, you know, mm-hmm. like, doing that at an early age, I felt like, okay, I don't have the confidence to wear it. So, you know, hey, anyways, 
I'm going to just go into the first one. So what is a safe look you go to when it comes to hairstyles? Even though I know you do bold, but. <laughs> yeah. You know me, girl. I'll try something in a minute. I am the type <laughs> of chick that will rock four different hairstyles in one week. Like, <laughs> they get on me all the time at work because I'm forever changing my hairstyles. But a safe look for me um, would either be my pineapple. When I do my wash and go, I'll pull it up into a little pineapple or a low ponytail. That's it. That's my safe look. Those are the two looks you're getting when I don't have time to do nothing <laughs> to my hair. And, look, this is what you're about to get for a couple of days. Like, like just today, I wore my hair. Uh, I had washed it the other night, and instead of me leaving it curly, I actually blow-dried it. So I just put a hairband mm-hmm. on and boom, safe style. Like. <laughs> So, I mean, it's probably bold to some people because, like, why would you go to work like that? But to me, it's it's a safe look. You can't go wrong with blow dry hair. What about you? <laughs> um, you already know my safe looks. The yeah, the yeah. braids up in the bun or my wraps yep. because I know how to wrap it and unwrap it. Um, I even played it safe <laughs> with crochet hairstyles. I will call Queen K. What is the, I'm like, what's the best crochet hair that I can get that is low maintenance, that I don't have to do a lot to, that I could just get and I can get up and shake and go. <laughs> like, I need a hairstyle where I don't have to do much to it. Like, I, I've tried sew-ins before, but I'm not good at curling my hair. I just feel like my hands don't coordinate right with, you know, trying to <laughs> curl it. It just doesn't. So, I, I stayed away from I stayed away from sewings. I'll get box braids because I can just get up, put some mousse on, and got nothing to do with it. Like I I can't do you know the bold looks that I want to do, like where the bobs with the curly weave. Because I'm like I gotta maintain the freaking uh curl. Like it's a lot. <laughs> so well, we can do it. My second question is: Do you feel people wear safe looks because of lack of confidence? Yes. Lack of confidence and then also not knowing what to do to your hair. It is a lot of people out there who just don't know what to do with their hair because you have to learn your hair. Like, you have to learn yourself. You have to learn your hair. You have to know what makes it work, you know, what what, what products go in it. It's, it takes some time learning your hair. So a lot of people just go for the safe look because they don't know what type of hair texture they have or uh, what curl pattern they have or what products will work, which ones won't work. So that's why a lot of the times they just play it safe and put a ponytail in because, I look, I know that this works and this is neat. I'm going to just keep it at this. And then it is confidence, too. Some people are so conditioned to believe that they won't look right with a hairstyle because of how other people made them feel. Not because they tried it on themselves and, you know, in the room by themselves. No, but it's because of how society plays it. Like, I know with me, because my face was, well, yeah, I have a fatter face. So it was like, oh, you don't, you shouldn't wear your hair cut short. You know, you should keep hair at all times. Nope, I'm going to cut it. So um, you have to have that level of confidence, even with colors. Like um, a lot of people won't try colors. Now, I know I've been told a long, you know, for the longest that my skin is too dark for certain colors, especially like blonde and stuff, even though I really, really want to try it. But me being (laughs) conditioned is like, no, I'm not going to do it. So, yeah, I really feel like people go with the safe styles because they don't have the confidence because you have to have the confidence to pull off anything whether it be makeup yeah. or hair. That part. Um, it's crazy that you say that um, 
you had just said something that really, really resonated with me, the lack of confidence, like, mm-hmm. you know, because of what someone else told you. Um, when I first moved out to Philly, it was a girl that I basically had confided in that I don't feel the conf- I don't feel that confident when it comes to dressing up as a woman because I was forced to wear baggier mm-hmm. clothes to hide my image because I overdeveloped at an early age and she took advantage of that and I remember like mm-hmm. I was asking her like hey um like you know I want to get because she used to do hair and I'm like I want to get mm-hmm. uh, some kinky twists and everything and she was like you won't look right with those because your hair is too long and you're gonna have to get them way past your shoulders it doesn't look right unless it's shoulder length. And mm. <laughs> I'm the type of person, you know how you said if a person tells you that you don't look, you need to keep your hair, you're going to do the opposite. I can only do that mm. when it comes to like, oh, girl, you, you ain't going to move out and say, okay, I'll show you better than I can tell you. But when it came to my hair, I cared a little bit mm. more about what people thought. So when she said that, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I won't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't. Mm. And, like, I remember I wanted to color my hair green. Um, I wanted to color it like a, a like you know, like a, a indigo blue or like bluish green color. And I remember this girl at my mm-hmm. old job at Quicken Loans had said, "You don't have the confidence to rock that, so don't even waste your time." Oh. So yeah, um, I definitely lacked that confidence. I didn't feel like I had that Sasha Fierce walk, you know what I'm saying, to own it. You know, now I probably could because like you know I've changed my image. I wear the nose. I wear like the nose hoop ring, something that I wouldn't have did before. I get the mohawks and everything, but I'm still mm-hmm. trying to get myself into that bold look with makeup. So, speaking of makeup, going into my other two questions about makeup. First one is. Do you think people play it safe with makeup, for example, getting a natural look versus a glam look because of society giving off this perception that certain skin colors can only use certain, you know, makeup colors? Baby, yes. I am the poster child for that one, okay? I've been told that my skin is too dark for every color but but my skin color, okay? If I try to do a color, it won't look right on you. No, don't wear the blue. That ain't going to look right. Don't wear the orange. That's too bright. I Oh, my God. You, you don't understand how I am tired of hearing that, especially like a red lip. Oh, they say that is against mm-hmm. dark skin, girls. You cannot wear a red lip if you're a dark skin, girl. I have... I have lived it, okay? So what I do in return is I wear it. It's like, okay, mm. you you going to check me? Please don't do it. Please don't because I'm not going to be nice. But it definitely yes. is a lot of people out there who won't, you know, in darker skin yes. women who won't wear color because society makes you feel like you don't look right with it. When really makeup is made for everybody in every shade. You just have, you just mm-hmm. have to know how to wear it, and which shade you need to, you know, match with your skin color. Because one red won't look right. You know, I mean, everything looks right as long as you got the confidence to rock it. But I did realize, like, it's different pigments in every color that fits skin tones. And then I like how these makeup art, I mean, these makeup brands now, how they'll show you swatches of the color on different shades of skin. So you'll see what it's going to look like on you. It'd be the same color, but it's just different mm-hmm. variations of skin tones that they show you what the color is going to look like, especially like with lip gloss and stuff like that. And then my thing is like, I've heard a lot, like you shouldn't wear shiny or shimmery lip gloss because your lips are too big and they just don't look bigger. But it's going to be somebody mm. out there that love these big lips because I'm going to wear it. Okay. Shimmery exactly. and all, I'm going to wear it. 
Yeah, exactly. so it definitely is because of how society makes you feel about yourself. Like they really mm-hmm. make you. If you was to, if you were to listen to everything society told you was not for you, you would hate yourself. Yeah, like I yes. realized that I'm not gonna let them dictate and control my life. If I feel like I look good, then I look good. Forget what they gotta mm-hmm. say. So yeah. Yes, I definitely agree with everything that you just said, Queen K. And I also think that it goes with they're scared, like people play it safe, like especially dark-skinned girls growing up, if they don't see anyone mm-hmm. on TV embracing those bright colors. But thanks, thank you, God, to people like Lupita and Taraji P. Henson, yes. even Viola Davis that is stepping out and putting those bold colors on it's it's helping girls to understand I can do it too and I can get that confidence mm-hmm. too. Like I I you know I just I think I I see a shift, but I know that we have a long way to go mm-hmm. because like you said, there's still girls out there who are deeply conditioned to believe that I can't wear this. You get what I'm saying? I can only wear this, and I hate to say it, but it's it goes back to how we were conditioned. You know, white supremacy, yeah. like how. If it's if it's lighter, it's more attractive. If it's darker, it's more rough and it's more aggressive, and it's not worth loving. And that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely. Is. So with that, with that being said, my last question is: How does someone who plays it safe but wants to step out of their comfort zone learn to become bold and be creative with their physical appearance? Just do it. Like anything that you're thinking. Like, okay, so say, for instance, for you, you, you want to try a bold look, right? Mm-hmm. Get the makeup, watch a YouTube video, be in your own little space, vibe out to some music, and try to look that you want to try. And then take a bunch of pictures of yourself and post them. You have mm. to, And you have to just own it. You have to know, oh, yeah, I did. I did good. I look good as hell. Like, you have to put that confidence behind it. Like, that's the key right there. To do any bold look, you have to build your confidence up. And you have to build it up to where can't nobody tear it down. Like, you're going to have some haters because people like to control other people. And if someone else is feeling shitty or their confidence is not there, they will try to tear you down because they don't want to be the only ones feeling like that. Misery loves company. It's the same way with confidence, Mm -hmm. y'all. So just make sure when you're ready, own it. When you got your makeup done, own it. Be ready. I'm telling you, just that it's another step out on faith type situation. Like you just have to make sure you just do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I might do it, but I'm gonna turn them damn comments off because I feel like somebody gonna say something to bring my inner ike out. I'm just being honest. But no, ain't nobody yes, gonna. I def- <laughs> ain't nobody gonna bring your <laughs> inner ike out. <laughs> I definitely understand. I, I definitely agree. Well, what you say, you have to take that first step. You know, you have to own it. You have to be first, like, you have to look within inside yourself to see what really, like, what you really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what you like that someone told you that you shouldn't, okay? Well, why don't they want me to, you know what I'm saying, rock this? I'm going to do it, you know, like me. Yeah. I'm slowly getting on to that bold, radical side. I'm slowly becoming you know, who I want to be, and I don't care. Like, I don't care about my my, my my physical appearance. I can walk out the house and be a bum. This is how I want to dress today. <laughs> I can get dressed up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is what I want to do, but 
I'm working on the bold look. I'm working on the bold look with the makeup. I did a mini glam before. Yeah. That was a step from natural. Now I need to do a glam. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So You know what? When you. I come in April, I'm going to bring some makeup. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm bringing makeup. Okay. Y'all, we're going to take All pictures right. and complex on being <laughs> full glam. And we're going to post up the oh. pictures on our uh, Queens with Vibes and Visions Instagram. So go ahead. Go follow Go like some Just pictures please. and posts. Go ahead. Don't do me no. Don't don't do the smoky eye. I promise you, I will not get on there looking like a raccoon. Girl, you not gonna look like no raccoon. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that concludes our segment. <laughs> oh, All gosh. right, so we're gonna step right on into the next segment. Complex is that as a woman question for the week. Okay, so it's like this week. As a woman, what is one of your pet peeves? Being lied to. I hate being lied mm. to. Like, I, I can't take it. Like, especially when I know the truth and you're still lying in my face. Because if I ever ask you, oh, really, that means I already know. Like, mm. if I say, oh, really, when you're telling me something, that means I already <laughs> know the truth. And if you lie to me again, then it's like, all right, all right, cool. I mm. can't be around you. Like, I hate be. Uh, it's just a thing. Because my thing is we don't have to lie about it. Like, that's what I'm trying to get my kids to understand. Tell the truth. Even mm. if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings, I'm sorry. Just learn a different way to deliver the information. But yes. always be truthful because you don't want no one to ever judge your word. You know, you want to always be able to, you know, you want always die. Yeah. You want people to know that they can stand on your word, and that's facts. Like, that's it. Just be straight up. Even if you're going to get in trouble. Like, my kids will lie quick when they know they're in trouble. Like, my son, he was jumping on my couch. I'm watching him jump on my couch. And I say, besides <laughs> you jumping on my couch, no, mama. <laughs> really? You weren't? Like, it's, it's stuff like that. So, just my pet peeve is being lied to. I just don't like it. I got a couple, but I'm going I'm to I'm shorten it down to two. My pet peeves okay. are slow ass drivers and repeating myself. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> and I know that this all stems back to just not having patience because you know, my mom was a very impatient person. <laughs> like I'm talking about we used to be in rush hour and she'd be ready to cry talking about something I'm about to get out and just walk. Like so I don't have patience. So I can't stand when someone turns really slow. You get what I'm saying? And, like, there's no one in front of them. So, like, I have to hurry up and hold the Like, oh, my God, just go. Oh, or I hate God. when someone cuts me off just to get in front of me and go slow. Like, it's just what for. Um, and I don't like repeating myself. <laughs> like, I can repeat myself one or two times, but I know that I'm very, very informative when I give the information. And I say it slow enough because I'm aware that I can talk fast. This podcast helps me to slow down my words. But a person will still, wait, what did you say? Like, And I have to question, what did I say? <laughs> did I say it wrong? What did I say that they didn't get? Like, I have to ask myself. But I'm learning, I'm learning to be more patient. Like, I'm learning to understand that maybe a person who is turning slow, maybe they're older. How would you feel when no. you get older? If somebody's impatient <laughs> with you, um, maybe they're scared to drive. Because I know for damn sure when I'm driving down the back road at night, I drive 15 miles from Arizona. I want to make sure I see anything jumping out so I can be prepared to stop. So I'm just reminding myself <laughs> that, you know what, I'm not in control. 
they're going slow because maybe there's an accident somewhere and God is trying to just, you know, stop me from getting there. So, okay, you know what, take your damn time. And I'm just learning <laughs> to smoke my weed, to have patience, to repeat myself to people. So, but yes, those are my pet peeves. Yeah, I'm just, okay. <laughs> Anybody that be on the phone with Tasha, uh, DC, Ace, uh, Jerome, my brother, y'all, when she is driving, it is the funniest thing ever because she can literally go from talking to you calmly to, like, and then she'll go back to the end, like I was saying, like, y'all, I'm so serious. It makes me crack up every time. But, yeah, okay, so cool. All right, Complex. Okay, we're going to step into the next segment, uh, which is Glowing Business. Complex, do you have any Glowing Businesses for the week? I am so horrible, y'all. I'm going to get back on that. It's Black History Month, too. I'm going to get – no, actually, actually, I do. Actually, um, I've already said this person before on here, Lou Essentials. Um, shout out to him. I just ordered a big beard gang uh, kit for Valentine's Day for my boyfriend. It, he has, like, beard Aww. oils and different types of uh, scents. With like, and he also has like the beard palm stuff that you can put in your beard, and he has the wooden comb that you can use to easily comb it through. He had great customer service. I thought since you know I found him on the Philly black owned business, I thought he was in Philly, so I'm like, hey, can I come pick it up? Because you know Valentine's Day is this weekend, and he was like, no, I'm mm-hmm. in Enola, Pennsylvania. I'm like, oh shit, that that's far. No. So he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna ship it out tomorrow to make sure that it gets there by Valentine's. Valentine's Day. So shout out to him. Please support um, his. Uh, let, let me go to my screenshots because uh, you got to give him a shout out. Let me see. Let me go to website. That's Lou Essentials, L E W E S S E N T I A L S L L C dot com. Please, ladies, y'all know y'all love planting a man beers, but it ain't shit sexy about mm-hmm. it. If that shit getting your finger splinter, get him some beard oil. Oh, That's my glowing yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. Okay, y'all go cop. Okay, uh, my blowing <laughs> business. I've said it before. I'm gonna do some more advertising. Is Top Town Child Development Center. If you are in the Detroit area, y'all bring your kids to Top Town. We service um, kids from the age of six weeks all the way up until thirteen, fourteen. Bring your kids. On one side, we got the infant toddler room. We got preschool, pre-K, kindergarten. We are teaching them with the high scope method. Your kids will learn everything, English and Spanish. Also, we are open to the virtual learners. So, parents, if you have to work and you don't know where you're going to bring your kids, we will make sure that they get online. We'll make sure that we feed them three times a day. They all get breakfast, lunch, and snack. And I'm not just talking about no little sandwiches. No, your kids going to eat, baby, okay, because my mama is in the kitchen. Um, again, that's Todd Town. Call us up, 313-838-8200. I am, like, the spokesperson right now because I'm just going to advertise. We need them babies. Y'all need the care, and it's good quality care, like, Good quality Definitely. care. We are like a family there. Everybody that's there has been there for years, baby. There is no high rotation rate. Like, we don't hire and fire just like that. No, baby, we've been there for years. I alone have been there for 12 years, okay? Women have been mm-hmm. there longer than me. So it's all family. It's all love. You will feel the love when you walk through the door. Um, And we've had generation after generations there. So if you're looking for that type of care for your child, 
Um, please bring them to Top Town CDC, 8950 Greenfield, Detroit, Michigan, 48228, phone number 313-838-8200. Shout out to Angela and shout out to the whole staff. Y'all, I love y'all, okay? Cool. That is my glowing business for the week. All, all right. right. Now that we didn't wrap that up, oh, girl, that took all my breath out of me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next is the girl I got something to say. Okay. So, y'all, I'm going to just keep it light this week. Um, <sighs> Valentine's Day is hard for me this year because I'm single. So, y'all, I know that y'all going to be getting little gifts and stuff, but you don't have to post everything. No, I'll be happy. Um, I was about to say, y'all don't got to post all y'all little gifts and stuff. But y'all, be in love. Uh, Black love is powerful. So just make sure y'all expressing it. Y'all, women, look, this is not just for us. You do still have to get the man something, too. I know we all like, well, that's the sweetest day. No, you both exchange gifts. It's, you know, it's a giving experience. Me on Valentine's Day, I will be jumping off of a building. Literally. No, she um, won't. That's my Valentine's No, I'm so serious. I'm sky jumping uh, on Valentine's Day. Girl, you can't say that shit. Can... You just you just sounded like, so a, like a suicide. Girl, you had me scared. No. Oh, I had you scared. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, jumping I'm off a just... building. What the hell? <laughs> well, I kind of am jumping off a building, though. But no. Um, be in love. Love is powerful, especially um, just, you know, hey, have fun, y'all. Have fun with life. Don't, you know, don't yeah. take it so serious. Just just have fun. That's all I got to say, y'all. I really didn't have nothing to say. Um, yeah. Okay, so our next, well, closing out our show, we're going to have Complex hit us with that no apology thought, followed by that self-affirmation complex. Let us have it. All right. I got two this week. So my first no apology thought is uh, shout out to at Thoughts of the Awoken on Instagram. It says, before reacting, I close my eyes and imagine the wisest, most loving version of my being and how they will respond, then do just that. Um, I chose this no apology thought because it's time for us to really let our anger go. It's real easy to reflect on fucked up things that people did to you, but holding on to it, it just only puts you back there. Sometimes it makes you reach out to them, and honestly, it's just time to let go. So, like, mm-hmm. if a person, you know what I'm saying, tries to get the best of me, I just close my eyes and be like, you know what? I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than this problem. It's not for me, and I just throw it away. Uh, my next mm-hmm. one is everything is temporary. Emotions, people, scenery do not become attached. Just flow with it. You have to learn that you have relationships that are important to you, but in order to be your best version for them, you have to focus on a relationship with yourself 90% of the time and 10% of the time to your other relationships so that you won't feel depleted. You can be there for somebody. You know, um, things change. People come in and out your life, even the people that who started the roots and who've made those permanent footsteps they still, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, they still have lives and they're still trying to figure it out. You can't attach yourself to them because you have to know who you are. So with that being said, you know, just love yourself and do that shadow work and really face self and go listen to reassurance yesterday from Self Love My Rehab if you want to learn how to really find out who you are. Knowledge is going to be at your front door with that truth. That's all I got to say. And 
My yeah. self-affirmation tonight is, uh, huh, I said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Um, I am not the same person that I was two years ago. My weaknesses are my wounds. My, no, I'm sorry, my wounds are my wisdom. My weaknesses are my strength. I love me mm-hmm. and I owe it to me to always feed my peace of mind. And with that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love. <laughs>